From Baltimore, Maryland, this is The Stoop Sessions, a One Hope podcast. Join us for conversations about ministry on The Stoop. Learn more about our work at www.onehope.gives. Not quite comfortable. Are you comfortable now? Um, uh, not quite, but that's okay. The Stoop is not all that comfortable. Oh, man. We need marble floors or something. One of these episodes, we're going to have to really record on The Stoop. We have to, man. Now we're on a stoop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Stoop Sessions. My name is Joel Kurz. I'm Eric Hill. And I'm Stephanie Greer. And we are the Stoop Sessions. It's a 70 degree today, man. It was beautiful outside today. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the blessings of the weather make me wonder whether or not the blessings of money should be pursued. So let's get into it, shall we? Uh, that was a reach, but let's do it. Yeah. So <laughs> the topic today is... Should wealth be pursued? Should... Wealth be pursued. So last episode, we talked about money in general, right? What was the t- what, what, what was our conversation? Can Christians have wealth? Can Christians have wealth? So today we're going to look at the question, man. should Christians pursue wealth? Is it bad? I don't even remember what, we're, what we talked about. We talk about a lot, man. It's hard to keep up. So Stephanie, when, when you came to Baltimore and we were talking about like bringing you on and oh I was goodness. trying to lure you. With into all Baltimore of the benefits City. of Baltimore. Yeah. Was it, was it the money? You know, was I'm it really the money happy that drew we're, you? We're having this the conversation. The pursuit of money? It, there was so much, but really it was, it was all the big bucks, especially when you said, mm-hmm. we have no money. Mm-hmm. And I thought- I sold you. That sounds like that makes sense. Um, I should come out for that. So that's, that's funny. Yeah. It's funny. The, conne- the connection between, should you pursue wealth? But it's like, should, what, what did God give me? But yeah, it was, it was that you promised me the big bucks. Yeah. I'm rolling in it now. That's right. Broke but rich. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So how is this conversation different than our last episode? Last episode, I was rushing to this conversation because I'm always the however, but I want to positively start with a sweet note about uh, Christians pursuing wealth. Just to let people know, I actually like Christians pursuing wealth. Yeah. If we define pursuit, but we'll get into that. I just remember moving out to Baltimore and... Um, I had no laptop. I didn't, I, yeah, laptop was super old, um, didn't even work. And I remember asking my friend Josiah, he's like a real nerdy, brainy, techie guy. And I said, I need to find a Mac because I heard they're good brands. Um, and I need to find it for under like $600, which if you know Macs, like that's impossible. Um, and I remember um, Josiah let me borrow his car because I was also carless before I headed out here. My car was like already here. And in the car, in the back was this souped up Mac. He like custom um, mm. added all these like special hard drives, huge screen. Um, he very discreetly left it in the back. And I remember um, he said, hey, on your way home, um, I left something in the back seat for you. Uh, and I'm like, okay, cool. Thinking it was a cupcake because that's what I was into. And when I got home, was. it was a brand new, it was like a souped up Mac um, that had been like just customized. And I thought, Wow, he just handed me over $2,000. Oh, wow. Um, and so, can Christians pursue wealth? Mm. This topic that we're addressing today really um, addresses the, um, the heart and, like, mm-hmm. the attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our last episode, we, you know, we, we talked about, is it, is it right for a Christian to have wealth? And we all said, yes, it's not yeah. wrong, it's not a sin. Yeah. But I think, should a Christian pursue it, really gets behind 
the attitude, like, why am I pursuing wealth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, you wouldn't have known Josiah, but I'm going to paint the picture for I him. I know that he's nerdy, according to this episode. Nerdy and uh, very Josiah, quiet, if you're listening. He's not going to listen to me. <laughs> I'm sure he's one of our regulars. <laughs> but this is the thing. Jos- Josiah would pursue um, really smart, strategic opportunities so that he could freely give. You know, him giving me the Mac yeah. is not outside of his character. So yeah. I, I bring that up for you to know he never flaunted it, but he always pursued it with the with eternity in mind. I think it depends on what we mean. If 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 one should work hard to provide right for his family, mm-hmm. or even uh, work hard to have enough to to share with others, then I think you know pursuing from that that uh, perspective, I don't think that would be a bad thing. Yeah. So maybe there's a different question here, and that is, should money be pursued? Right. Right. And, and then we could itself. talk about yeah. So let's talk about that first. Should money be pursued? And Eric, I think you're right. Um, you know, in our in our context of ministry, I think that's something that we're we are sometimes um, pushing is like, hey, it's actually okay to pursue money, which is kind of funny because, like, on one hand, some some folks that we have in our church or might work with might have this over pursuit of money, yeah. like hustling and like right. just wanting to yeah. get quick cash. Get the next dollar. But then there can sort of be maybe like a little bit of a reaction to that and just be like, uh, I'm going to, you know, be, be for the community and not necessarily see the goodness of pursuing money. Mm. Yeah. I think we've got to, I, if I were to think of a word bank, we've got to bring up the word stewardship or taking care of something or leveraging something, right? So I think um, should money be pursued, it should be stewarded. So if I have to pursue it in an aspect to steward it, then I suppose, but it, okay. I think it's a heart. It it needs to start at the heart and it needs to be maintained right. at the heart level. And, and is, I think money just is it's a dangerous thing to be maintained at the heart level. Yeah, so, so if we're thinking of like providing well for my family, having extra to share then yes, because it's a matter of stewardship mm-hmm. to take care of the things that you've, that you've been given. Yeah. Um, one of the il- analogies I'll use for money is, is power, like pursuing power. Mm. Is it okay to pursue power? Like, I feel like it, we might say a quick no to that. Is it okay to pursue power? I think in this world, we might, the, the quick reaction might be no. Because there's just so many bad examples. It just sounds power. bad yeah, to pursue yeah. power. Yeah. Right. yeah. Because power can be dangerous, yeah. right? Biblically, power can be dangerous, but power really is as amoral as wealth, right? So, for example, a man who, or a woman, Stephanie, Thanks. who is uh, applying for a CEO position is somebody who's pursuing power, right? Yeah. Or if you're getting a degree in executive leadership. Yeah, there's, there's influence a- there. The ability to wield it out, to be able to carry well, out. Right, so, so power is... is necessary even if you think about like the call to be a pastor right there's a level of, of, of power mm. authority right, that, right. that comes with that and the bible says that's a good thing yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah but 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 i so but i i think at the same time going back to what you were saying stuff that power rightly understood is stewardship yeah. you know it's influence and all these things uh but it's not like wrong to pursue it in that as long as you are uh, doing it for the glory of God. Applying that yeah. to money, yeah. what, what should we say? I would say that money should be pursued. Yeah. yeah. If it's stored it correctly. What does 1 Timothy 5.8 say? Okay, it's like a Bible drill. It says, drill. but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, <laughs> and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and mm. is worse than an Sheesh. unbeliever. Mm. That's harsh. It is. It's a hard word. That's true. It's a true word. Yeah. But it's not okay to be lazy, yeah. unproductive, unhelpful. Yeah. 
There's an effectiveness that that we. <laughs> I'm chuckling because I'm like, ouch. Um, I laugh when I'm hit hard. Um, but yeah, there, it's good to be effective for the kingdom. Absolutely. And money is one way to do that. Yeah. So that's money. <laughs> Should money be pursued? We're gonna say yes. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Money is amoral. Money is gives us the opportunity to provide. It gives us the opportunity to do things that the Bible calls us to do. And so it, it it's a done for the, done so for the glory of God. It's good and right to uh, to seek to have some cash. I'll say the tricky part is is if we make the pursuit of money the goal in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Well, it, right. Okay. So let's let's turn the conversation. Yeah. Should we pursue wealth? Remember uh, uh, last episode we talked about how wealth is typically today defined as like, I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, I don't need yeah, these right. boundaries. Like an abundance. Yeah. But let's just think of it like this. Should a guy take another job because it pays more? Possibly. Okay, let's, not let's, talk, let's talk about that. But not just because it pays more. So I, again, it's, it, it is heart level. The, the thing is that um, without the right boundaries, without the right guardrails in place, we can just tell ourselves what we want to tell ourselves about what we're going to do. I, I, mean, I can imagine people like, oh, I'll, I'll only start giving. I'll only start sharing my time when right. I get this. Or I'll really start um, donating to people. I'll really start uh, tithing. And again, tithing is not like, here, you have to do this. But mm-hmm. if the motivation is, I'm going to start doing this when I get to this certain level, I'm like, right. no, nah, man, you're not going to do that if Need you weren't do doing it. it. Right. right. Yeah. So in that in that case, like... No, but can I take a better job if I am genuinely like um, have a heart for missions both in the church and out of the church? It will not hinder my relationships and it won't hinder my time. The question is how many other jobs with more money mm-hmm. won't hinder your relationships and more time? That's that's another question of like heart issue. Like can it, can it really be a lateral jump of like, oh, I'm getting paid more. But yeah. I think if you are focused, you've been praying and petitioning and you're like, great, this is just more money for the kingdom. Yes. Mm-hmm. But- I say that without lying to yourself about what you think that's going to do. Because oftentimes we can have all these visions and then that money comes into your account. We start getting real stingy with like sharing that we initially thought. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to get another job, to get a a better paying job if that's what For more money, yeah. It's like somebody's going to be working jobs that make a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to have money. God has his people everywhere. Right. So, so, yeah, so... so, uh, seeing it as a matter of stewardship. So uh, this might be a different uh, like thought, but this is so being an immigrant's daughter, it is like you, you don't, you're not a first generation like born child here without thinking about a career in mind that's not going to bring lucrative, lucrative amount of money. Lucrative. Thank you. Lucrative. Ludicrous. L- different word. Lucrative. 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 Is that it? <laughs> you okay. got it. Man, we just, we just, we don't edit these things. Um, so when you ask that question, I'm genuinely butting that against what God calls me to mm-hmm. and running that against, you know, my really well-meaning family that sacrificed a great amount of things to get me here right. to work for a nonprofit where I'll probably be making the same amount of money for a long time and never buy my mom that car, right? Um, or that house. I probably never will buy my mom that mm-hmm. car or that house. And so... Um, I have to, so I butt up against should we be wealthy? I'm like, well, that's not what God calls me to. But again, we need finance people. We need doctors. And if so, mm-hmm. if you're going to do that 
for the sake of thinking about how is this going to just be a, like, how is this money going to glorify God? Like the rest of my life glorifies God, then go for it. Mm -hmm. But I think in my head, I have to uh, butt up against the expectation of you should pursue money because you need to have wealth assigned to your name to really know that you're making it. So that's probably, that's probably where I'm coming from where I'm like, Oh, should you pursue this? I'm like, no, but if you're a doctor, great. So we just go down to the basics. Right, of, of Christianity, of the faith. Yeah. We're first called to pursue godliness. Mm-hmm. We would all agree, right? Yeah. yeah. So if that individual just happens to become wealthy yeah. over time, yeah. so if I do obtain wealth, yeah. then I think I, I would, you know, that person would have to uh, store their wealth in a way mm-hmm. that's going to lead to them, you know, becoming more godly and yeah. not... The opposite. Yeah. Because wealth is dangerous. Yeah. Like it can easily yeah. give you this false sense of security and take you away from that. Yeah. So that's something to think about. Yeah. Like the fact that it, it is a temptation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I think of Proverbs 30 verse 8. It's like, uh, give, give me, me neither poverty nor riches, you know, lest favorites. I say you don't look mm-hmm. out for me, right? That's a yeah. paraphrase or lest I don't need you. And I think that that's the guardrail. I, I do want to press that just pursuing wealth for itself is probably a dangerous place to be. Yeah. That's key what you just said for itself. Let's take some Bible verses and comment on them. I want to hear your thoughts. So Proverbs 22 verse 1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. I love that scripture. One, I think it is probably a a great encouragement for those that are not wealthy. Like everybody's not going to be wealthy Mm -hmm. in this life. But... You can have a good name. Yeah. You can have good character. Yeah. And I think those things actually, those things last longer than, than, than riches mm. and wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, those things are more important. Yeah. I think in, in addition to like fear of not having things, I think there's also this identity crisis that happens when people pursue wealth where they feel like they've got to, it, it says something about their value. It says something about who they are. Like mm-hmm. if you're successful if you're good, if you're right, if you make wise decisions, then we believe that that should uh, lead to wealth. If you don't have wealth, you're living paycheck to paycheck, something is like morally suspicious with you in the mind of the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think people feel that. Even in the church, I think people feel that. And uh, man, that is not biblical. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, I I appreciate this this verse. Because... I know that initially you're thinking you don't have wealth because you're not a hard worker mm-hmm. or you don't have wealth because you're living paycheck to paycheck because you're just horrible with your money management. Yeah. But really, I think when you get into the homes and you understand and you and you hear different stories and live among other individuals, you're like, that is not everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some people are just <laughs> working. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that is that is it. And some so. careers just don't pay as much as others. Yeah. That's right. right. Don't pay as much as I make. <laughs> <laughs> it just don't. So, I don't want anyone to covet. So, so, so even even though, it, let's say, somebody is looking at taking a, a job that pays more, they desire to have more money. They desire to not have limitations with their money. Let's just say that's a, that's a desire that they have. Mm-hmm. Do do they more so desire that they're that they have a good name, that they have a reputation that is Christ like? Yeah. And I think if 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 we look at Proverbs 22 and we say, hey, let this be our guide, it's going to shape and frame all of the other decisions. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm going to go into this program. I'm going to take this job. I'm, I'm going to move in this direction. 
But more than anything, I want to have a good name. Mm-hmm. Not in the eyes of the world, but of course yeah. with God. Next, next one here. Proverbs 23, verse four and five <clears throat> says, do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. When your eyes light on it, it is gone, for suddenly it sprouts wings, flying like an eagle toward heaven. So this says, do not toil to acquire wealth. Speaks against it. Sounds like it. Yeah. Reading this, uh, that verse, I think about uh, what my man Biggie Small said. What did he say, bro? More money. More problems. More problems. That just came to my mind when I saw that. Your wife said that this morning. He was ahead of his time, man. Listen, he was... <laughs> basically, he was trying to exegete. This Proverbs is saying, if you work to acquire wealth, or you're striving after it, it just, just flees away. Like, you never really... Yeah, you never attain it. You, you yeah. never... I mean, who's the person that says, I have enough? Exactly. You know, who's the person that mm-hmm. says, man, if I had... You know, if I get $10,000 more of my paycheck next year... That should be good. And then they get that and they're like, oh yeah, I, that was actually good. That was enough. Right. And then they're like, I don't understand how right. I don't right. have enough and now I need more. And then that will be enough. Right. Yeah. And so then, yeah, I think what Proverbs is saying is, is it, it just doesn't happen. And uh, what I, I think what we're being told here is that working uh, simply to acquire wealth, to try to do things so that I can be, uh, to not have to worry about money yeah. is just it's just in vain. It's the guy who built barns yeah. right. so that he wouldn't have to worry about anything yeah. in life. And Jesus calls him a fool. That's yeah. right. um, and so uh, work then is, is to be redeemed here for the Christian. We work, yes, in part, we do work for money. That's, that's a benefit and that's one of the reasons we work. But we also work to contribute to society and uh, all of the other. And to glorify God, I think it's treasure language. Like where, what are you treasuring? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your master? Who are you serving? And you can say, oh, I'm not serving money, but if you've counted the cost of forsaking um, the Lord, what he thinks is important for the sake of this, or if you've counted, if you have realized, I care about what I look like in the eyes of man, therefore I want more wealth, or I care about all these other things, over-treasuring God, I think that that's when you're like, "This this is the danger zone. And oftentimes, I don't know where you figure that out in the rat race of, accumulating more wealth you're like kind of in the thick of it because you're like okay just this just this deadline okay just this one job okay just this one week yeah um and then it becomes habit so listen to what paul says first timothy chapter six verses nine through ten we should not desire to be rich but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation into a snare into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Mm-hmm. So there he says we should not desire to be rich. I mean, that, that answers one of our questions we've been looking for. Yeah. Should we desire to be rich? The Bible says no. That's yeah, interesting, that's isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean it's wrong to be rich. But it's, it's this desire. It's like, yeah. should we desire to have power? I think we're not aware of um, just how yeah. like, sinful mm-hmm. we really are. And even yeah. like, the potential that we have. Like, we always think, well, and I'm telling you, if, I, if I'm rich, I would do this, do that. Mm. If I had this amount of power, you know, I would 
use it well and it's like almost I feel like that could be yeah. like a, a prideful yeah. way of thinking because like sin has really yeah it's really affected us all I mean invasive like, inside yeah yeah exactly and I think sometimes we don't realize how deep yeah how strong of a hold it has yeah. had on all of us um, Paul Tripp says in his book Sex and Money he says the problem is that the created thing that you're looking to has no capacity to satisfy your heart it wasn't designed to do that then he goes on to say you're convinced that you can't live without it. You're hooked and you may not know it. The thing that you once desired, you're now persuaded that you need. And once you've named it a need, it now has you. Wow. So I... I need more money. It has you. Mm-hmm. That, cre- that, that thing that was created becomes um, what you've put on the throne to actually satisfy your heart. Yeah. Now you're not relying on the Lord, but you're relying on currency, which can just be gone mm-hmm. and now it's it's consumed you and i think I, I, eric saying that has made me think you know we kind of you know talk so loosely about it but sin is really that pervasive it, it really can anything can and so that's that's the caution of like yes um if the lord gives you means to serve people by all means do that but should you make this the goal yeah that's good. I like that need focus. You know, it's it's there are good things for us to have. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a vacation, a car, but but when it becomes a need, uh, you know, uh, is the car that I drive good enough? I need a better car. Mm. You in my business? Uh, mm. I need to I go need to Bora, Tulum, Bora. Mexico. Bora yeah. Bora. There you go. Ooh, Bali. Right. Bora <laughs> Bora. Yeah, we're gonna do our um, we're gonna do a one hope stoop sessions. On one of those little stoops, Huts. over yeah, yeah, over the water. Over the water. I was gonna, I was gonna tell you guys at Christmas time. Aww. but I'm gonna tell you now. I can't. Swim we're gonna, we're gonna do a stoop sessions on a stoop, in a hut. Different stoops, international stoops. Yep. Right. First of all, that's exciting. Yeah, it's not happening, but it's exciting. <laughs> so join us in December of 2022 for our Bora Bora episode. <laughs> you know how Joe goes on vacations, y'all. You talking about the way you go on vacations? Bora Bora. Am I putting you out? So you, him and oh, yeah. his wife and they they'll go on Google Maps or Google Images mm-hmm. and literally type in a location That's and right. then go there. I've witnessed. They're like, we went to so and so. Where did we go? What, what, you said I look at a picture and then I go there. Well, you guys don't really go there, but you like look through photos and you're like, we went oh, to like in our minds. Remember yeah. when you guys? That place That's in Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were talking about Mykonos. dates. Mykonos. Was, there you yeah, go. That's, it. That's it. Dates that they 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 go on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you went nowhere. You stayed. We upstairs. like live vicariously through pictures <laughs> and you're content yeah mostly yeah but anyway <laughs> all right uh going back to that need thing that was good stephanie that was good all Thanks, right Paul. moving on matthew 6 19 through 20 do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where mm-hmm. moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys where thieves do not break in and steal lessons from that verse to the person who wants to pursue wealth. Your heart is going to be where your treasure is. Mm. So if, if you're pursuing wealth, then like that's, that's where your heart is going to be. And you can't serve two masters. So that's good. It's a no-no. <laughs> Subtle mic job. Luke 16, 13. Jesus explained here in this verse that our love for money will lead us to hate God. He says this, No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, 
or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Lessons? I never think we, we look at like our love for money in this way that this verse calls us to. Mm. Like when you when you're pursuing money, like you you don't really think like oh, well, I don't hate God. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I don't think I love God. Mm-hmm. But this verse is saying that if you love money, mm. right? If you you, you, mm. you know you have this love for money, then yeah, you're gonna hate God because there's no way that you can yeah. serve two masters. Yeah. yeah. So whether you're poor, middle class, working class, rich, you cannot love money or the security of it. I, I uh, hearing this um, makes me think of like what a shepherd Jesus was. Um, in him actually knowing our hearts. You can read this and it sounds like it's a commandment. Maybe mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. it's an imperative statement. But I, I think um, it's kind of like when he looked at the rich and ruler and said he was, he was sad. I think genuinely yeah. just um, looking at this, realizing that Jesus does know like our reliance has to be on him or it's not. Mm. And not on him yeah. means it's on so many other things that really will fade and That's leave right. us... Um, wanting more of what can't yeah so I, I just see so so much of a shepherd's heart of like you cannot do this so what and you're you saying will is try this, to jesus is not uh for his harm he's for his good here yeah well this he's glorify, not being mean. yeah well, nope. well 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 your i think it's saying your treasure being god's glory growing in godliness mm-hmm. that's right something that he already gives us should be the aim because it's the only thing that's truly going to make you happy. Where I think yeah. we oftentimes think if I had more money, then my problems would be over. Mm-hmm. But again, that's not the answer. It's really if my sin was reconciled or if my sin before God was reconciled, then I'm truly happy. You know what that's I mean? Right. And so I think Jesus here is exposing something that we look at as the solution. And he's saying you're very far from that mm. being the solution. It's yeah. actually just me. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Romans 4 actually says that the blessed man, which is another word for happy yeah. in, uh, in the Greek, is the one who's been justified. That's right. That's yeah. true happiness. Yeah. You know that makes me happy. Yeah. Because the gospel makes a on, man makes happy. happy. Yeah, but how often does a Christian say, yeah, 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 I know that. I know I'm saved, but I just want something else in this world. I want something more out of this world. And I think the, the, the pastoral answer I would give is just for what purpose? You know, what's yeah. your heart behind that? Yeah. We just have to, we have to pull back the layers and talk through it. It's not mm-hmm. to say don't do it. It's not to say don't take that job or go after that or move to that city. But let's just, let's just talk through this. And particularly if you don't, I think we're assuming in this conversation yeah. that the person we're talking to actually has the opportunity yeah. to make money somehow, somewhere. Yeah. But I think for the majority of people, they don't. They yeah. want to pursue wealth. They want more money. But God has not given them that opportunity. Yeah. And this is where we are actually then just showering them with God's grace and, and his his dignity and worth and value that they already have in their justification by faith alone through uh, Christ Jesus and, uh, and, and saying, Hey, this is, this is not actually where your dignity and worth is found. You're freed. You're freed from this. Yeah. And so then the striving is no longer striving after money, but a real striving after uh, God's glory in that way. Two more. Mark eight thirty six. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Yeah, I think that verse uh, highlights the truth that our soul is the most valuable thing. Mm-hmm. It's more valuable than money. You can have mm-hmm. all the money in the world, but if 
your soul is not right before God, if you're not in the right relationship with him, then what Devil, does it really profit? What was that, Devil's Advocate movie? Oh, with uh, Al Pacino. That, that's, that movie is, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would recommend it. I probably... Right. Uh, I that was wild. Yeah, it was a movie. I just thought it was a phrase. It's been years oh. since I've seen it. I'm uncultured. Al Pacino and uh, what's my man's name, man? But doesn't that movie kind of like display what we're talking about? Sort of yep. just this pursuit of wealth and power and how he loses his soul in the process. Yeah, like right. quite literally, he's working for the devil. Yeah. He was, a young, he was a young lawyer. He had ambition and everything. Yep. Yeah. I remember that movie. If you uh, if you lose your soul in your desire for wealth, what a shame that would be. Yeah. And the losing of the soul is a process. I think yeah, in my head, right. I think, mm. oh, it happens like, you know, tomorrow. You either do right, or you don't. Right. But it's it's by small costs, small right. decisions, small um, uh, compromises. Doesn't idolatry kind of like chip away at our oh, soul? Yeah. That's right. Like nobody just that I know of just turns to an idol. Yeah. <laughs> it chips away. Yep. It's a it's little by little until it becomes yeah. my precious. Yeah. Until oh, it yeah. consumes us. Yeah. Last one, Ecclesiastes five ten. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. So, you know, even if we get wealthy, shoot, there's no satisfaction in it, is what sure. is what Solomon is saying. And Solomon, you know, he, he he had I think something. you know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's allowed. <laughs> he's got receipts. That's yeah. what we would say nowadays, <laughs> That's right. right? That's right. And I also think, man, I think <clears throat> a lot of things. But when you die with your wealth, you just die, right? But there's a legacy that following Christ and um, literally making that the impact that gets to, you get to keep that for generations and generations and generations. And I, I do think that there's there's something there where it's like, Man, that's a real, that's the kind of wealth I want to pursue. If somebody's listening and comparing themselves to those who have more and in their heart, they're desiring to be rich. Stephanie, from your counseling perspective, give us some final words here. Well, I, I, I can only, I can think, wow. Mm. My approach, uh, I think of a biography, it's really. It's a biography. I feel like you can only answer those things with lives lived and thinking of impact. And I think my grandpa, who died at 93, um, he had nothing to his name by way of a bank account. He's never given me a dime, but he really did uh, preach the gospel. And if it were not for him constantly calling me out on my sin and my hypocrisy, um, the Lord used him to literally keep my soul from hell. So when I think about that impact and the fact that he died with no money, but he died um, with a great legacy. I think that's the encouragement for those who are saying, um, what do I do? I want to be wealthy. It's like, well, what has God given you to steward right in front of your face? And how are you living in that way to glorify him, not to just make an impact for today, but for forever? I think we just have to accept the fact that wealth, money, those things won't satisfy the soul that was made for eternity, Mm -hmm. right? Only God can. I think it's been a good session on the stoop. So. Yeah, we'll talk about wealth again. What's the next topic? I don't know. You'll find out <laughs> on the next episode. We're gonna come up with something. <laughs> I'm just hoping so. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on the stoop. Till next time. <laughs>